You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Welcome to uh, PlayStation University's podcast, Unchained. Today we're on episode 13. And if you're wondering who this is, this is Paul Kelly. Uh, you might have heard me before if you've listened to previous episodes, but this is the first time I am hosting. Today with me, we have the Mountain of Muscle from Reading. That is Mike Harridance. Mike, how are you today? <laughs> Hi, Paul. I'm doing great. Very nice intro there, man. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> and also today with me we have uh, Ben Shillaby Hall, also known as Chili, also known as Jim Sterling, who has left his truck toy to join us today. How are you today, Jim? Oh, I- I'm very happy to be here today on this amazing podcast. Not that stupid, crazy destructoid, but PlayStation Universe. Good man. Good man. <laughs> you guys feeling great? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good. It's been um a busy week for me because I've been mostly playing um Assassin's Creed 4, yep. which I will be reviewing early, very early next week. Um, but apart from that, yeah, doing good. How about you guys? Yep, feeling good, yeah. So, trying to get into it, get into the meat of the podcast. Way. That's yep. news, I'm guessing. Yes, it is, Mike. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know the score now. Yeah, tuck so, in then. I've got my knife yep. before, but tuck in. Yep, the first up is PS4, yay. So, <laughs> obviously, the PS4's got a lot of features, but there will be some that won't be available at launch. This is written by a uh, man from America, Mr. Carl Prowl, the Ginger Prince. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, these PS confirmed PS4 features won't be ready for launch. And Carl says, besides lack of YouTube sharing, support for HDMI capture devices and Blu-ray movie, pay- movie playback, blah, 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 without a patch, the day one patch, there are a number of confirmed PS4 features that won't be available at launch. You'll still be able to do plenty with PS4 on day one, including remote play to PS Vita, sharing gameplay videos to Ustream, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter. I think it means screenshots for Twitter. Using the PlayStation app and downloading game and system patches in the background. There are just a few missing links coming later, including share button's ability to assist friends' gameplay over the internet, suspend and resume mode for saving game and application progress in a low power state, and support for official headsets, including the wireless stereo headset and the Pulse wireless headset. So what do you think about, you know, these features not coming at launch? Do you think it'll make a big difference to your enjoyment of the PS4 when it comes out? Um, I can answer that actually quite easily. Um, to be honest, everything PS4 comes with on day one, the features that are usable, yep. are likely to be the only ones that I was interested in using. I'm not going to use, um, uh, what was it, HDMI capture and YouTube you said won't be there or something yep. like that? Yeah, I won't be using those. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not really into that whole thing unless it, unless it's like part of something I'm doing for PSU specifically. Then obviously I use them. But other than that, I'll literally just be playing. I, I just plan to play games, maybe test out the um, PS Vita, can, um, you know, PS Vita link and everything. But apart from that, I'm mostly not bothered. Uh, and Ben, have you got any opinions on this? <laughs> opinions on this? Of course I do. I think the features <laughs> that they're coming out with the PS4 is pretty good. It's a bit of a shame that some of it's missed. I wasn't expecting the whole gameplay sharing until after Gaikai anyway, because yeah. the whole service about letting your friend join in was based on the Gaikai cloud service. Yeah. So it makes sense that because that service isn't available till 2014 in America anyway, that won't be launched with the PS4 straight away at launch because that it's kind of goes hand in hand. 
but yeah. I am a bit annoyed about the whole Blu-ray um, needing a patch to play thing and a few of the other patches. Yeah. But I guess that's the way things are going nowadays. And at least it's not two gig like the Wii U was. Yeah, it's three hundred meg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Blu-ray, no, Blu-ray. Sorry, I should say, Paul. Um, Blu-ray. Um, obviously, I've got a couple of um, films slowly building a collection of that, so that would be something I'd like to. Um, use obviously, so I need to. Um, is that is that from a from a patch or something? Yeah, you yeah. need to download the first patch, or yeah. there will also be a disc that will be available at launch. I, I think near launch anyway, where you oh, can right. use it as certification and download the patch as well if need oh, be. Okay. If you don't have internet connection. All right. Well, yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, I'll be downloading the patch because Blu-ray is um, definitely uh, um, of interest to me. Yeah. Next up, this is about PS4 again, but this is games. Okay. Yeah. And in particular, this is Call of Duty Ghosts, where Infinity Ward executive producer confirms Call of Duty Ghosts runs at native 1080p on PS4 and 720p on Xbox One. This was from Ernest Lynn. Uh, and he says, executive producer Mark Rubin at Infinity Ward confirmed rumours that Call of Duty Ghosts displays 1080p. It's, he tweeted, hey, I've been on the road last couple of weeks, so I haven't had a chance to update, wanted to confirm that it is 1080p on PS4 and 720p on Xbox One. So, yeah, this is, I think, a big story, but a lot of people don't seem to be making a big deal about this. I think what I think is basically that if a game like Call of Duty can't be run at 1080p on a next-gen system that you're paying a lot of money for, then you've got problems in the future because, let's be honest, Call of Duty isn't that good-looking of a game and it's not that technically taxing it's basically the old quake 3 engine that's been added on to over the course of the years so what do you think do you think this is a big deal um i reckon it will be a massive deal for the um, call of duty fanatics out there um it's a obviously you get the um you know you read around the net you get the whole you know the um I mean, it's in a nice way. The PS3 um, fan, PS4, sorry, fanboys, you know, kind of going, hey, suck on that Microsoft and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So it's obviously a big win in that respect. But yeah. again, speaking personally, you know, I wish I could be more of an apathetic towards this. But really, you know, I like Call of Duty. I'm not a huge fan. I honestly couldn't give a rat's ass what it ra- runs out. I still play. <laughs> I still play the occasional game on my standard definition TV. So I'm not a. I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy who like blowing his load over a over numbers and pretty pixels and stuff so you know i'm just not really what i'm just trying to be honest you know whatever you know whatever i do agree however that it's very surprising that xbox One can't run it at the same resolution as ps4 i feel like you said call of duty is just um, the engine has been iterated on for the last what, four or five years now it's it's not it's certainly not one of the best looking games out there anymore it's been surpassed by battlefield and assassin's creed even i think those look a lot better so yeah that's that's kind of um i think that's a shame for xbox one xbox one owner that's, that's pretty pretty bad yeah yeah that's me anyway well i'm gonna feel a bit dirty I'm going to have to yeah. defend the Xbox right now. Oh, I feel dirty just saying it. We're not, you know. I know, I know. I know, I know. The reason why, right now, especially, the reason for all the differences in resolution, although there will be a difference no matter what happens, there's not no magic that Microsoft can pull off to make the difference, because there's a huge difference, there's a bit of a difference in the hardware anyway. But right now, the software for the actual console itself is not up to par compared to the ps4 software development kit and the easy ram is more of a hindrance than it is actually a, a push right now 
because you, as I said in the previous podcast, last time you, you have to actually manually program every time you use the easy RAM. So every time you want to use that bit of RAM, you have to program the, the calls to it and yeah, delete the stuff and then program the next calls, which means it's taking a longer time to actually program a game. It's like with the PS3 right now. You have two sets of memory. Yeah. The 256 and another two. Right now they've got 32 meg and I think 5 gig that's usable. Or is it left? 4 gig. I can't remember with the Xbox One. So you have to program 4 gig and 32 meg. It's making it a lot harder when you can't, it's not automatically being done like the Xbox 360 was. So that could wow. be the whole difference for resolution right now. But again, I'm not a developer so I can't really say. You, know, I can't you could say. have fooled me. Seriously, that's um, your um. No, seriously, your technical knowledge with all inner console innards is really impressive. You totally blow me out of the park. I, <laughs> I feel like I'm just some chump who's come on and caught a ride. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, that's really interesting, man. So yeah, that's well, yeah, they might get sent out a new SDK by now, but that's the last I knew about it. So you know, that could be a reason yeah. why we're seeing so many downports right now, rather than actually the same. You heard it here, yeah. guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still, PS4 for the win. Revenge for shitty PS3 multi-platform games. Revenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, God, the early days of PS3. Yeah. Uh, all the later days of PS3, all right now. <laughs> A lot Bayonetta. better, though, I think. Oh, Bayonetta. It's, it weren't that bad. I actually played the PS3 version. It weren't that bad until I played the 360 version. There is a massive difference. Yeah, I, I reviewed the um, I reviewed it for PSU to PS3 version, but I didn't have anything to compare it to. I mean, it had its problems, yeah. but to me, they did. Yeah, yeah exactly. if you like do the install. If you did the install, it ran all right, but yeah. the 360 version is so much better. Uh, well, Pains me to say. <laughs> What's up next? Anyway, yeah. Anyway, moving on. This one's for you, Mike. Resident okay. Evil Five has been cap- named Capcom's best-selling title ever. <laughs> Um, I think this is a story where I think it's overtook Street Fighter 2. Yeah, it is written yeah. by you, Mike. You wrote that. Yes. Um, yep, Capcom Fire is as fast. Iconic brawler Street Fighter 2 is the company's best-selling title of all time. Uh, SF2 originally was 92. So it's been, so it's had that record for a long time, over 20 years. Yeah, it has, yeah. Yeah. So, so think it's a deserved game this is difficult <laughs> i mean i okay when i first read this i was shocked when it wasn't resident evil 4 because resident evil 4 um revitalized the franchise and i thought yeah. that the way people talk about it you would have thought that would have been one of the top selling games it's not even in the top 10 if you look in the top 10 resident evil 2 uh apart from resident evil 5 you've got resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 in there now obviously those are deservedly so they're brilliant games but I can't believe Resident Evil 4 is not in there I'm very shocked um, I think there are better games than Resident Evil 5 to be honest than that it's a good game it's a good horror game but it's not you know uh, it's I don't know it, 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 like I said there's nothing wrong with it but I really think they're, I'm really surprised that a couple of the other games aren't there I think Street Fighter 4 deserved to be a bit higher and as I said um, Resident Evil 4 should have definitely been there. So I'm kind of, I'm a little bit surprised, but it did very well. I mean, I read, read a few other stories um, when I was writing that. I went back and just looked at a couple of other stories to, to link to anything. And I noticed that um, the game would reach like five million, four or five million sales within the first six months. So that was back in 2009. So it's taken like the last four years to get up to this. So it's been a slow, it sold out really quickly. Now it's just been a really a slow burner over the last few years. And it's just finally pipped Street Fighter 2 to the post. So, you know, um, 
it's um, the only thing that bothers me is if Capcom is going to look at it and say, oh, wow, a co-op Resident Evil game. Sold the, it's our best-selling game ever now. We'll just make another one of this. No, don't. Don't do that. <laughs> take it back to the drawing board and make a horror game. So that's all, that's the only slight concern I have. But yeah. Well, to be fair, if I'm rightly, Street Fighter 2, the actual series overall, has still sold more. Yeah. That's what I was oh, going to do because the amount of re-releases, because it says that, I think, yeah, Street Fighter 2 is turbo, sold 4.1 million. So, yeah, I think it yeah. is. I think if you put all the re-releases together, Street Fighter 2 is still top. Yeah, 13, mi- 13 14 million if I'm right with Street Fighter 2 altogether. You could yeah. do that for Resident Evil as well, because Resident Evil 2, I mean, unless um, I think Resident Evil 2 is just the PlayStation version. Same for Resident Evil 3. And everyone, you know, that's been ported to PC, uh, Dreamcast... Uh, GameCube, uh, you know, the same with Resident Evil 3. So that's, um, who knows how many other copies, you know, it could have been another um, half a million or a million yeah. sales in there. So we, same with know, Resident Evil 4, how... though. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm surprised. And Resident Evil 5, does it include the Gold Edition sales? I'm not too sure about that, but Resident Evil yeah, yeah, on what um, Ben said, I'm surprised Resident Evil 4 isn't there because of all those extra sounds, because it was on several consoles. So, yeah. But oh, I don't know, there we go. It can't have been that far down the list. If it was a top 20 or something, I'm sure Resident Evil 4 would be there. Yeah, there we go. Resident Evil 7, Bat Survival, Horror Capcom. You know you want to. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, the next story is about, well, I don't want to call it an exclusive. There's many definitions anyway. Titanfall 2 could come PS4 hints respawn. This is from, again from Mike. Uh, oh, respawn yeah, Entertainment yeah, yeah. is reiterated that Titanfall won't be coming to PS4, but insisted the studio will still make games for Sony's next gen console, including a sequel, potentially. potentially the co founder, yeah. yeah, co founder Vince Stampella took to Twitter to respond to fan questions where he said, Of course, respawn will produce software for the PS4, just not the first Titanfall. Titanfall's been bought by Microsoft. So with a sequel, would it be a bit weird if the sequel came on PS4 not having the first game? I suppose it's maybe different with Titanfall being a multiplayer only game. Maybe that sort of might save it compared to, say, Mass Effect. You know, where Mass Effect 2 came out for PS3 when the first one didn't. Obviously, it eventually did because Microsoft owned the publishing rights. So, yeah. do you think we will see Titanfall on PS4 eventually? Well, sequels. Or you um, even, uh, I suppose this is another question. Um, it'd be a it'd be a good game, depending on how good, po- obviously how well Titanfall was received. But I think it's fair to say it's looking, you know, it's meant to be one of the, the biggest games on the Xbox One. So I think it's fair to say we're, we got a, another AAA franchise there. But I don't see why a sequel couldn't come to um, the PS4. I mean, it's all like you said, it's all to do with the um, the publish the um, the rights and the publishing and everything. I mean, Mass Effect One that was exclusive to. Um, Micro, uh, to um, the Xbox for a while, wasn't it? And I think it was... Was it on PC, Mass Effect 1? Yes, it was. And it was actually yeah, published yeah. by EA on the PC. EA on the PC, yeah. And I guess it that... was intended to come out on PC anyway. Yeah. yeah. Even and then, it well, Titanfall was coming to the PC, so... Yeah, 360 as well, which people seem to forget. Yeah. Yeah, so. um, yeah but I, I don't see why not. I mean, I haven't... Um, I don't... I haven't read much about... Um, the whole, ex- I mean, when this exclusivity thing came up about it being exclusive for uh, for life, I I only just found that out. I didn't realise that was the case. I thought it was a timed exclusive. You know, yeah, just- it was. It was even the developers yeah. thought it was timed yeah. exclusive. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, it's difficult to put that in, you know, putting that into context now. I'm not sure there may not be a, you know, I'm not sh- I'm not really sure what's going to happen. But um, I'm interested to see what they come out with for PS4 though. All I'm going mean, to a- give respawn a little advice that Ninja, the team, you know, Team Ninja could easily. 
side with me with this. Okay, you want to release Titanfall on the PS4 because you said you want to. Yes, Microsoft yeah. owns the exclusive rights to Titanfall. So rename the title. That's all you have to do. <laughs> That's a- Is it when when you say exclusive rights to Ben, do you just mean the first one or do you mean the whole intellectual property? Right now they own first game. First game. First game. All right, okay, well, okay, presumably a second one can come to PS4. Well, even then. the first one technically could as well. Basically, Ninja Gaiden is owned, what well, was owned for a few years by Microsoft. The actual IP was owned by them. But right. they did not own the actual game. They only owned the title. So by renaming it to Sigma... Sigma, and oh, yeah, changing yeah. the content a bit, they could release it on the con- on the Sony platforms without issues. Oh, that's a loophole! Wow, there we that's go. That's where yeah. Sigma came from. So yeah. if we could have Titanfall Sigma. game of the year with all the DLC, which wasn't on the disc, technically is new content, therefore not under the exclusive rights. Voila, done. Wow, that... <laughs> it's technically yeah. not Titanfall. Titanfall is still technically exclusive to the Xbox One, but Titanfall Game of the Year Edition brings me the money. Yeah, Yeah, it depends. Well, it falls ultimately depends sort of contracts. There might be a contract to prevent that kind of thing. Yeah, they've never. They they forgot to do it at Ninja Gaiden several times. So (laughs) they might not have forgotten this time. They might not. Either way, I'm I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed. Yeah, I'll just buy a PC yeah. anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, I'll 360, I suppose. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, too much so... Xbox talk, we're getting dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's getting dirty, I'm, I think I'm in the shower. shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, the game has been delayed to next year. So far, the Stick of Truth, in specifically. So that's been pushed back. This is again from Mike. Uh, so far, Stick of Truth was by, by Ubisoft. This was originally going to be published by THQ before they went bankrupt. So it's a hotline to fit RPG based on the Master of Comedy series created by Trey Parker and Max Stone. was originally scheduled to ship in December. The publishing giant explained the game needed a little more time than the other than originally expected. Uh, March, isn't it, I think? March 2014. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we thought, easy, we'll put some there. Yeah. So basically, when Ubisoft, there's some, there's some errors here, Mike. Ubisoft. Oh, right. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. Um, we'll put I'll some change that mar- right now. We'll carry on talking. <laughs> yeah. We'll put some marketing muscle behind Stick of Truth, toss some additional development resources at it, and take it to the finish line with Maxwell and Trey Parker. The game's almost done anyway, so what more could we do? So Ubisoft thought the game was pretty much done when they picked it up, but turns out it isn't. So. The game's coming out on PS3, PC, and 360, but now that it's next year, will it come out for PS4? Would you look forward to this game on current gen? Or well, would you rather, now that it's been delayed, would you rather see it on next gen? Well, for all we know, one of the reasons they've delayed it is because they might be putting it on next gen consoles. I mean, they're not going to say, they're not going to say no, that. It could be, no. Yeah, it could be a surprise, so who knows? If you, were you looking forward to this game, Ben? Or... Oh yeah, I really love my South Park, so I really can't wait for this step, this new game. I was a bit annoyed that they delayed it and then released a new trailer. I was like, no! no! Yeah, it's, it's a little harder. Yeah, that's where, where, where I'm apologising, I think. By apologising, <laughs> yeah. I mean cock-teasing, then yes. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was kind of looking forward to it. I mean, I've not watched the show properly in years, but 
I like the film, the South Park film, Big Long Uncut, and I like Team America as well, which is also created by Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Probably one of my favourite ever films. So I'd like to see it transferred to a game. I imagine it's probably really silly and really funny. So yeah, I mean, I'm not that disappointed that it's been delayed because I probably wasn't going to pick it up this year anyway. But yeah. now that it's out next year, I do hope I'd rather see it on PS4. Yeah. Now that it's out next year, I can pre-order the collector's edition and not worry about money. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 80 quid well, yeah white for dust for yep. 2013 but yeah, yeah early 2014's now looking a little bit packed you know think about the games I've been delayed you know Watch Dogs Drive Club yeah Destiny you know there's quite a number of games that yeah. are coming out early yeah, it's looking pretty good Very yeah good. I can't wait and Infamous next year no it's not been delayed but yeah. that's another good game yeah I just can't believe how quickly this year's gone Jesus I know yeah Imagine back. Imagine when the, I still remember when the PS4 was just being announced in February. I, I know. I, I I can just I can't honestly believe it. It was January when I was reviewing Devil May Cry. I remember starting off the year with that, and it's just got, I just can't believe how quick that's gone. Seriously, and we're in touching distance of PS4 now. So yeah, I know. Only twenty yeah. more, twenty eight more days to go. For us, at least for the US, it's yeah. Just, uh, they don't exist right now. They don't exist. <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry, we're an English podcast, aren't we? Yeah, sorry. What, who? These Americans, who are they? What are they? <laughs> Those scallywag. Well, moving on, let's move on to a game that's already been released. Um, this one was a big title. It was Grand Theft Auto V. This story was written by yours truly. This says GTA V beats the lifetime sales of GTA Four in just six weeks. Wow. Says and so yeah, in the thing I say like yeah, it's passed twenty nine million copies. The game was sold since it first came out back in September the 7th. That is a slot of copies. Well deserved, I think. What do you guys think? That's amazing, that is. I don't know how that compares to Call of Duty in terms of sales after a month or, or how, in six weeks or whatever. Yeah. That is, that's got a bit, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. That is just, there is no, I mean, let's face it, we all knew it would, it would sound like hot yeah. taste, let's face it. I think even, even I'm surprised by the amount of copies that have been sold there. That's, that's impressive. I mean, GTA 4 was a huge seller. Um, you know, when you think about it, it was a huge seller as well. And now this is just totally eclipsed that. It's just amazing, you know. I, oh, wow. Um, in terms of it being, de- being deserved, I've, um, I haven't actually played the game myself, but I've seen it been played enough to yeah. see that it's bloody good, to put it that way. And I'm a fan of GTA anyway. Yeah. I do, yeah, I do. My brother's actually got a spare copy. He wants to flog to me, so I'll just buy it off him. <laughs> you should. Yeah. But, but, yeah, there we go. I'm surprised at the numbers in a good way. But it, they have released it at the perfect time. They released it just before next gen when the numbers of consoles are peaked. Because right now you'll probably get the highest amount of um, consoles per sale than you will with the next year. Yep. So they've yep. released it at the perfect time. So yeah, I can understand why it sold so much. But even I kind of, it's still impressive selling that much. Yeah, yep. I wonder how things would be different if it was released. Um around now instead near Call of Duty and everything I wonder how different numbers would be or if it would be the same because it wasn't really didn't have that much competition did it no no so, uh, so there we go we won't know but there we go you know what they should do they should release a what? game like that during summer then they'll see how many sales they'll get oh wow yeah some are saved because summer you yeah. never get any big games so if you ever well, we have the last of us that's June wasn't it so that's kind yeah. of summer but to say, well, on average, you don't really get any big games. No. Last of no, Us no. is about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that sold pretty well as well, didn't it? It did, yeah. New it did very well. Yeah. 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 Like, 
well, that wraps up the news, I think. And we'll move on oh, to... One more thing, if that's okay. Oh, go, on. go on, then. Um, Soul Calibur 2 HD has a re- uh, release date. Oh, great. When is it? Um, yeah. Give me a second. The 20th of November. Way, oh, awesome. That's a classic game. On though. both PlayStation Network and Xbox Live, so expect it to be the 21st for us. Yeah, yeah. so I've never played it. So. I have. Yeah, it's a great... I never really got into it as much because I was always a Tekken guy, but it is a bloody good game. Yeah, I, I can't um, wait. I've got the GameCube version sitting on my shelf. Link was easily the best character. There's no Wii U version, so no Link. No yeah, Link. So, yeah, no Link, so yeah. Um, oh, well. No sale. No Link, no sale. $20... <laughs> Thirteen pound forty nine on the Xbox, fourteen ninety nine on PSN, or eighteen ninety nine dollars, euros. Why does it cost more? UK PSN. I don't know. No idea. I'm call you Robin Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a great game though. I recommend checking it out if anyone has anyone's a Soul Calibur fan. You know of the latter games, so definitely check this out because it's it's better than any of the recent ones easily. There we go. And it has a platinum. Uh, oh, and that. <laughs> Yeah, but is it like? Does it have any online trophies? Um, yes, but it's win. It's basically win a match. <laughs> I might even struggle doing that if I got the game. <laughs> Fighting games not my best genre. Yeah. Really isn't. I think yeah. it's win a certain match of each type, and then there's play. I think it's ten matches. Right, I think we shall move on to the topic of the week, and this oh, topic of the week is the trio of big releases that have come out recently. Um, Assassin's Creed 4, Batman and um, Batman Arkham Origins. So, the topic of the week about those three is bought any of you played them? I know, Mike, you're reviewing Assassin's Creed, so... So, just talk a bit about these games. I mean, I know Batman Arkham Origins, the prequel, is obviously current-gen only, but Battlefield and Assassin's Creed are cross-gen, so that obviously is, brings up sort of a dilemma whether do you get, do you get the current-gen version no, or do you wait for the next-gen version? So what do you guys think of... First of all, have you bought Batman? Because that one came out first, that was last week. I haven't bought Batman, no. I um, I haven't actually... I don't own any of the Arkham games, but I have, I've seen the first one completed, and I, that's about it, really. I'm, I was never a superhero kind of guy, so... I'm probably in minority. I don't don't dislike bats. Don't get me wrong. I like Batman. I just haven't, <laughs> haven't got into it. That's all. <laughs> I'm a goddamn Batman. Nah. Yeah, I have um, Arkham City and Arkham Asylum, but I haven't bought Origins yet. Yeah, isn't it meant to be? Joke, isn't yeah. it meant to be a bit flawed or something? Oh, it's from what I hear, it's really buggy. Yeah, that's what I've heard. You can't actually yeah. one of the fast travel spots. You can't actually get to right now on the PS3 360 version. There's a patch on the PC now, but. Yikes. There's a fast patch uh, where it's supposed to go up to this tower, Burnley Tower, and click on the machine to unlock the fast travel. But for some reason, the door to go up never opens, so you can't actually go get it, which means you can't finish the challenges. Oh shit! Well, that's disappointing to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks to those who buy it, bought it. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the game is sort of like the story behind it. I mean, I know it's Sarah. It's a prequel, isn't it? Yeah, it's a prequel it's, based yeah, on assassins going after yeah. Batman just yeah, before Christmas, I, really I think it was, or something like that. Yeah, I didn't understand sort of when before the first Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Yeah, so what about the other two? The other two big releases, which came out both of them today, I think, in the UK, the first of November, as of recording. Um, Assassin's Creed 4 is actually um, that they bumped the release up a few weeks ago. It came out worldwide oh, on the 29th, so Tuesday. Oh, right. I thought it was 1st of November. No, it was, yeah, for the UK and Europe, it, it was originally was. November. Yeah, but, but, yeah but... I, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I, know ba- I know Battlefield was today. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, these two 
like I said, were are coming out on both PS3 and PS4. So I know, Mike, you're obviously playing Assassin's Creed right now. So yep. would so if you were buying, I mean, you bought the game. So why did you choose to buy it on current gen instead of waiting for the next gen version? Um, simply because I'm reviewing it. <laughs> really? Yes. If you weren't reviewing it, you'd have waited for the PS4 version. Um, I probably would have, but I may have bought it for current. Actually, no. Um, no, I most probably would have um got it for the PS4. Actually, I'm still thinking of buying it for the PS4 anyway because I tend to have some games what I really, really, really enjoy. I have for different consoles, and I, you know, a couple like a couple of the Resident Evil games and stuff. But um, uh, Assassin's Creed um four, I always wanted to review that one because I haven't reviewed an Assassin's Creed game, and um, since we weren't able to get a review copy, I bought it anyway. Yep. So, and um, not only that, but I also got the Black Chest Edition as well, which is just superb. It's insane. It's absolutely what, fantastic. What, what does that come with? That comes with. Uh, it comes well, obviously a collector's box. It comes with a steel steel book case. It comes with a map, a black flag, um, lots of in-game content, uh, multiplayer and single player, uh, a statue of Edward Kenway um, on the um, on the jackdaw, like the front the front of the ship with the figurehead. Um, did I mention a map at all? Did I say a no. map? No. Right, it comes with a map as well, and uh, an art book, and a game soundtrack. So nice. yeah, bloody awesome. A lot. Have you used a fluorescent yeah, light on the map yet? <laughs> I don't know if you heard I'm about... about um, sorry to bring GTA up right now, but if you had the collector's edition <laughs> of GTA, you got a map. Yeah. And if you put uh-huh. a fluorescent light on the map, it showed up hidden secrets. Oh wow! No, I don't actually. I gave the map to my seven-year-old niece because she wanted it. I opened it. She was like, "Oh my god, can I have the map? Can I have the map?" So I gave it to her. <laughs> so yeah, who knows? <laughs> I doubt it, but I thought it'd be funny if it did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I've been going for Assassin's Creed, and um, yeah, that's Assassin's Creed Four. Um, it, it's, it's you get to this point. I'm not really sure whether to talk about it or not because obviously, when I review the game after it goes up, it'll be on the site. Like hopefully Monday, I'll. I'll presumably i'll talk about it on the next podcast or the um of course that yeah. might be the us one so i want to get a chance to talk about it but i don't know um i'll play it safe and i'll mention it, it is a blo- it's an amazing game in my opinion it's the best assassin's creed 2 or brotherhood i'm not too sure which one is better in that respect but it's great it, it's the the thing that stands out is the game world is huge there is so much to do they absolutely nail the feeling of being a pirate, the fact that you can just explore everywhere, there's ships around you battling and everything, you can just go, you, you're always distracted, seriously, I mean, it's so difficult to even do the single-player missions, because you go by, you see some an island, you see a ship to plunder, you see um, some assassination contracts, there's um, like um, uh, there's forts you can raid and stuff, there's mine ruins you can explore, literally, it, it's just, it is the quintessential open-world game it really is it's fantastic it really is and the and the voice the voice acting is also brilliant as well it's great the the sea shanties i just can't get them out of my head ah it'd be a great game i tell you laddies i recommend getting this here game you can't go wrong with it Uh, the best pirate voice acting ever is definitely monkey island have you ever played monkey island oh no but i've always want i've always wanted to should get the um hd sort of remakes from PSN. They're both fabulous games. Really oh, funny. Yeah. Oh, I didn't re- know they were on PSN. <laughs> yeah, they remade both of them, yeah. Right. Both. 
Oh yeah, and sorry, I just have to say one thing as well. Edward Kenway is a good character. He's definitely. I I didn't have a problem with Connor that much, to be honest. I think um my expectations for Free One is high because I didn't play it until like half the year after it came out. But I can see the flaws in him, and I think Edward is a better character, so you shouldn't be disappointed with that. But does the assassin Turkey return? I haven't come across it. No. <laughs> I'm too busy plundering stuff. Bring the assassin Turkey back, Ubersoft. Then I might buy the game. <laughs> yeah, but seriously, I, I recommend... What is this Assassin Turkey? Uh, uh, explain that. <laughs> basically, if you're playing Assassin's Creed 3, if you go to the homestead after, I think it's Chapter 5, you can, if you whistle, it's a weird thing you got to do. you got to crouch next to the wall and do a whistle, and then a turkey will appear. And then you've got to sneak round and jump into the haystack and do another whistle. And it's another button. I think you got to do the uh, Konami code if I'm right. Up, up, down, down, left, right, circle X, start. If you do it correctly, he'll, the turkey will now be wearing an assassin outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and it will follow you around the homestead. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if that's the correct combination off the top of my head because I haven't played it for a while, but yeah. Absolutely. That is what you got to do. And it will follow you around the whole forest until you change areas. <laughs> oh, dear. In a full oh, uh, white Ezio outfit. <laughs> I wonder his idea that was, you know, in the game. says, oh, we should have a turkey wearing the assassin yeah, you don't costume. want to be missing an assassin turkey. <laughs> yeah, this one's gone. Great idea. Let's put that in game. Oh, to be dear. fair, I'd be, I'd be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if it says an assassin pirate. No, assassin... Uh, what's it? A parrot? Yeah, a parrot. Yeah, there's lots of there's lots of um, uh, uh, animals in the game. Actually, there's, there's monkeys, there's um, deer, there's cats, there's dogs, there's um, iguanas, jaguars, cougars. I think um, loads of different oh, crocodiles as well. Maybe an assassin crocodile. I like the or a pirate crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> well, with a leg. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. So... But there we go, that's Assassin's Creed 4 anyway, because I probably yep. won't talking about it next episode, um, because it'll yep. be the US one, and I didn't want to not mention it at all. Yep. Yeah. So, now we'll move on to Battlefield 4. All the 4s! <laughs> yes. I yep. haven't played Battlefield 4, so I can't comment on that. Neither have I. Neither have I. I... Yes, but I do have it pre-ordered for the PS4. So, okay. I'm... the reason why I didn't get the PS3 version was because it's like unlike Assassin's Creed where I'm guessing the PS3 version the PS4 version are probably quite similar whereas Battlefield they're not really it's probably a completely different game because it's such a multiplayer focused game where but on PS3 it's 24 plays and it's 30 frames per second and on PS4 it's 64 plays and 60 frames per second so it'll feel like a massively different game but that's why a small thing for those that did buy it for the PS3 is the fact that you will be able to get the PS4 version for nine ninety nine. It'll yeah, have that's... a slip in the actual case as well, so you don't need to take yep. it into town to trade it in. You can just do it from the store. Yes, but there is a caveat, and that is you need to keep the PS3 disc. Yep. Right. Yeah. Which, guessing that's to stop people trading the game and buying the PS3 version brand new redeeming the PS4 version and selling the PS3 version they've got themselves a cheap game but you can yeah. trade the game in and get 40 yeah. quid towards the PS4 version yeah if you've wanted to just have the PS4 disc yeah yeah that's not yeah. a bad thing yeah because it, it's so, £9.99 either way yeah 
I don't see the rig deal. I mean, getting the PS4 version anyway, so it doesn't matter. But I'm guessing it's for people of all CD. Would you rather still have the PS3 disc or would you want the PS4 disc, sort of for a collector's perspective kind of thing? I personally would like the physical copy. I'm, that's just me, though, for um, PS4, because I, I, I prefer physical yeah. copies to um, download. Oh, I do. That's why I'm happy that the Killzone bundle has a physical version of Killzone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one I've pre-ordered. Killzone bundle with Battlefield, Amazon. Nice. So. Yep. But, uh, yep. I, I was tempted with the PS3 version of Battlefield, but then I thought the single-player stuff oh. won't transfer over. I like to play the single-player, so I'd be kind of annoyed if it doesn't, which it doesn't, so... Just out of interest, as someone who isn't a Battlefield follower, what 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 does Battlefield Four have that the others don't? I mean, what's the step up from three? Um, it's got well, apart from obviously on PS4, it has the high player count and the faster frame rate from the which the PC version has always had. All right, it's got um, it has what's called Levolution, which is basically PS4 destructible environments where oh, wicked. where you can like have you seen the trailer where they blow up the skyscraper and yeah stone yeah it's basically stuff like that so it makes kind right. of maps a bit more dynamic things like oh, that right. you know what cool. i'm most excited for commander mode so i can tell people what to do yeah that's that's another feature yeah. it's been brought back from battlefield 2 which is it's also which is cool because you can use your phone to do it as well so you can use your phone to yeah. command people yeah like, go over here and destroy that do yeah, it <laughs> commander chili yeah. said so <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wicked guy! That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah. um, we're really getting into the meat of the holiday lineup now. Yeah, I mean, and obviously we've next gen just around the corner, so there's a lot of games coming thick and fast. So yeah, nice by and the hard. time, um, <laughs> yeah, by, by the time we when we get round to the next UK podcast, the PS4 might actually be out in America. I'm not sure. If, maybe like in a couple of days or something. So yeah, yeah, it should be. Remember recording on March Day. Yeah, that that'd be pretty amazing. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, what's next, Captain? Um, well, next up we have the reviews, and well, we might as well continue with Battlefield Four. So, and which yep. has been reviewed, the PS3 version by Tim Noons. Yep, Tim Noons. Yeah, I knew it was. I was going to wait for it to load up. <laughs> yep, Timothy Noons. Um, good guy, good guy. Um, awesome he gave guy. it. He gave the game. Um, an 8.5 okay summary Battlefield 4 sends off the current generation of shooters in prime form there's prowess across the board from narrative to action from technical hiccups can't and technical hiccups can't derail the game that is simply great on PS3 so Tim really liked it I've seen footage of the current gen version and it looked quite rough I think I understand that's where the technical hiccups came from it's definitely a game that was really built for next gen not current gen, but the fact that it's still pretty good on current gen is probably testament to Dice's capabilities. And what did Tim like? Tim liked the single player experience of Titanic proportions. He liked the visual mastery, unmatched in shooters, and mm-hmm. multiplayer at its best. He didn't like the slow loading textures and simple AI for team and enemies. I mean, we've already spoken about this game, so shall we move on? Yeah, I was just going to say about the whole next-gen thing. I mean, Battlefield has always been a visual showpiece, hasn't it, for um, whatever console. And I think for um, in terms yep. of... Because um, it's, ne- it's on PS4, I think that's definitely going to be an early showcase. So I can see why they would... Why it's going to obviously 
be a bit rough on PS3. I'm not saying they didn't put an effort into it. It's just that, you know, it's going to be, you know, I think people with Battlefield, they're going to be totally looking forward to the next-gen version. Well, what I find interesting is the fact that they said there's going to be a secret in the game that nobody's going to find for a while. So it'd be interesting to find out what that is. Yeah, they put quite a few Easter eggs in Battlefield 3, didn't they? In some of the maps, they put stuff like from Mirror's Edge. You could yeah. One of the maps had her bag and another map had her, her shoes on top of a building. It's going to be dinosaurs. So, it has to be dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah so be interested to see what those are. And the next review we have is Valhalla Nights 3, which has been done by um, Matt Fernandez. He yep. gave this a 5, so... Ooh. Not that great. He says, Valhalla Nights 3 is an impressive concept, but pure execution, lame grinding, exploitive, sexy time events are a fan disservice. He said he liked the cool class combinations and the unique universe, exciting franchise future. He didn't like the too much grinding, the sexy time events, and the poor presentation of otherwise interesting story. Is Valhalla Nights 3 a game that you're interested in, or even heard of I was, I've heard of it but that's about it I was tempted to buy it actually because I needed a new RPG for my Vita so are you interested hearing what I'm, the reviews I'm happy I didn't buy it now <laughs> <laughs> fair enough I mean I have no opinion I've never played Valhalla Knights 1 or 2 and I won't play 3 so that sexy time <laughs> sounds good that settled it Yes. That sexy yes. time sounds good, though. Sexy time. Sexy time. Yeah. Right, yeah. Is that actual? Is that is that actually what it's called? Yeah. Sexy time. Oh <laughs> sexy time. Sounds like something sexy Keith Leonard made. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was thinking. Or Borat. Sexy time. Japanese. I think. I think it's Japanese. Well, it's oh, like yeah, that Vita game where you got. Um, a, yeah, you got to make. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Yeah, it's just to say, it's a very weird Vita game that's coming out for PS Vita next year for Japan. What it is exists. It? Uh, oh, basically, it's an RPG... Uh, well, there's two, actually. I'm thinking of a different one right now, actually. It's an RPG where you don't actually do anything in battles, but you have to... Uh, it's called Criminal Girls. Basically, you got to punish the girls if they start losing the battle by whipping them and slapping them and spanking them. That sounds very Japanese. I mean, <laughs> all kinds of strange stuff coming from that. Oh, country. yeah. The, the weirdest thing I've ever heard of in terms of, you know, with these Japanese games is some kind of weird... Oh, it's, I think the English translation is, is if I were in a room with a load of girls, I would XXXXX or some shit, like, something like that. It's just crazy. And it's just this guy trapped in the dressing room. And I think he has to undress all these girls and perv over them or something. Just it's just either way you need to know it's crazy. Just just fucked up. Well there's another Vita <laughs> game where to uh, do to power up you have to do a certain motion that most people will think of something else of. Alright. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> yeah. These games exist for some reason. Yeah. Why? Why do they make? I mean, are Jap- I, I don't know. Are Japanese men just very, very deprived or something? <laughs> well, I think it's more the I fact just... they're just more open, or yeah, or they'll... incredibly perverted. It depends what you. <laughs> a little bit of A, a little bit from B. Yeah, yeah. No disrespect to yeah. Japanese people who are listening, but sh- yeah, it, but that just cre- it just creeps me out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm definitely yeah. not going to import criminal girls. That's for certain. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. The fact that people actually buy these games and it went to the top of the software charts, that's what I was talking about. It's like, obviously, it's very, very popular. 
<laughs> but I think we should move on now. Let's move on to another review. This one yeah, is <laughs> this one is from uh, Richard Archer, who is our very good podcast editor. And this game is The Wolf Among Us, Episode One: Faith. This is an episodic game from Telltale Games, who have done uh, Tales of Monkey Island. They did Sam and Max. They've done The Walking Dead, critically acclaimed series, and they're now doing this one, I believe. Um, this uh, Richard gave us a nine, so it's a very good score. He says, whether you're a Fables fan or not, you will love this superb adventure which combines the best elements of film noir and the Brothers Grimm Telltale's ga- Telltale Games have done it again. He said he liked the involved plot with much to see and do, the gorgeous atmospheric graphics, the lively, m- varied musical score. He said he didn't like the small, meaningless trophy list. No. Have you played Telltale Games before? Have you played any of their previous stuff, like The Walking Dead or? Sadly, not. I I want to desperately want to play The Walking Dead and buy it on the Vita. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seriously. Um, have you been? Have you played any of their games? Well, is this anything you're interested in as well? I've, I've played Walking Dead. Yeah, I love the game, but I'm not sure if I'll get this because I like the se- I actually like Walking Dead as a franchise. Yeah. That's the only reason why I'm not a big fan of those type of games, but because I like Walking Dead, I still bought it anyway. So I'm not sure. I'll probably give it a miss and wait until either a plus version or if it's on sale. Yeah. Well, I haven't played The Walking Dead. I mean, I don't really watch the show either, but I've heard really good things about it. But I have played Telltale's, some of Telltale's other games. Like, I played um, the Back to the Future game that they did. They did an episodic five episodes. Oh, I remember that. That's for future, yeah, which is alright, I guess. And I played Tales of Monkey Island, which they did, which was an episodic game in the Monkey Island universe, which was pretty good. I mean, some episodes were stronger than others, but it sort of captured sort of what made the old games pretty good, I thought. Like some of the humour and some of like the jokes and things like that. And some of the random puzzles and things. So yeah, I mean Telltale, I think probably the best at this sort of episodic thing. I don't think anyone else has really done it successfully. You know, I mean, what other episodic game series can you think of that's really worked? Oh, jeez. Um, I've obviously not played enough episodic games because I can't, nothing really springs to mind. Yeah, there isn't really that. I mean, I think only, like I said, Telltale What's it? really... Half-Life! <laughs> Bless you! Oh, <laughs> yes. Half-Life. <laughs> Sort of, kind of works. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> what about Sonic the Hedgehog 4, episode 1 and 2? Not a great example, but that is an episodic... Uh... I did like the fact that if you played episode 1, you unlocked bonus content in episode 2. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah, if you if you did everything in episode 1 on Sonic 4, you I can't remember what you unlocked, but there was something extra you unlocked in episode 2. I think it was Metal Sonic mode, where you could play as Metal Sonic through episode 1. All right. I never played either of those. I mean, I thought... I mean, I played the demo for Sonic for Episode 1, I don't really like it, but it, the physics all felt wrong to episode me. Episode 2, yeah, they everyone, fixed the physics. Everyone, everyone the said stuff. the physics were off of the first one. Yeah, Episode 2 is better, Paul. They fixed it. It's still not great, but they fixed it. <laughs> it's all because the original source code for the physics has been lost, so they can't really do what they did before on the Mega Drive, because they can't remember yeah. how it was programmed, and the person that did program the physics is now not part of Sega. So he owns yeah. the license to that programming. So they can't use the same stuff as they did before. All right. That's why it will always feel different to the originals. And the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the best. I still have a price tag on my Sonic the Hedgehog 3. 
the how much was it? Really? Yeah, it was forty-two pounds. <laughs> oh. Where'd you buy it? What shop? Game in Scarborough. Was it called Game then? Yeah, it was or still was called not... Game. What? There was a get game. Was around in nineteen ninety-three. No, I bought it late. The 3D version. Oh right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because I got to say, I think in nineteen ninety-three or whatever they were called. Was it Electronics Boutique? Yeah. I don't think it was actually a major part of Game. It was one aside before they actually changed. Yeah. I think it wasn't an official game, but they seem to have the same sort of logo. Maybe it was yeah. a um, one of the, um, you know, not a main high street, or maybe yeah. it was, oh, I can't think of a bloody, independent, yeah. maybe it was an independent chain, yeah. Yeah, I think it might have been. It's just ironic that it's the same name. Yeah. I, I, did, I was tempted at one point to bring it in just to see if I could trade it in, because it has the barcode and everything still. Can I trade yeah. this in, please? I'll give you 20p for it. <laughs> Hey, that's more than they would give me for most PS4, PS3 games. Yeah, their <laughs> trading is just awful. Right, let's move on to this next review, and this is Rocksmith 2014. Wicked. Um, it doesn't actually say review; just says PSU staff. Was it Stephen who reviewed it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Why has he not put his name? I don't it know. Was... He needs to credit himself more. <laughs> yeah, it says. Um, it says it's the definitive guitar tutorial that teaches wannabe guitarists in a fun and engaging way. He liked um, a ton of content to improve every aspect of your guitar playing. Session mode offers true innovation. Jamming to a backing group is exhilarating. And brilliant feedback system work that recognises where you're going wrong and seeks to improve in those areas. And he didn't like playing guitar as a way of life. I prefer to invest some serious time in Rocksmith 2014 to get the most of it. He gave that a 10 which he wow. really, really liked it. So I edited that. I was very, yeah, very quite shocked by the score. I mean, you know, you don't see a 10 given out, you know, yeah. when he's nimbly on PSU, so. So what do you think of Rocksmith? Do you think it's something that you might be interested in? Maybe you want to learn play a guitar or something? Um, I can't play any musical instrument at all, and I don't really have any, I don't really feel compelled to learn, to be honest. I don't know why yeah. I have no idea, but but the concept, the concept of this actually, you plugging in a real guitar on a game and getting taught yeah. how, to, how to use that. I'm sorry, that just sounds re- that just sounds awesome. Yeah. Unless I'm missing something, it sounds fantastic. Yeah, you know, no more, no more forking out exorbitant prices for being, you know, get get you know by rips. Yeah, exactly. No, you know, not, not, um, you don't have to get taught by a real person, fork out for all the fees of that. You can just plug it in, enjoy it from the comfort of your home. I think it's an amazing idea, seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's um, that, that's all I got to say on it. But yeah, great, great for people who want to do that thing, really. Yeah, well, I don't play any instruments, but I think if I was going to pick an instrument to learn, I would pick the guitar. So yeah. if I did maybe one day plan to sort of think, you know what, I'll buy an electric guitar and learn to play it, then I probably would pick up Rocksmith. I so, think I'd probably give it a try, but I'm not planning to at the moment, so... Um, I don't know yet. What are you about you, Ben? Is are you a? I actually did guitar a... lessons at one point when I was younger. Uh, uh, I was completely right. shit at it because I'm British. <laughs> but no, There's I did it. British... I did try it at one point, but nah. There's some really good British guitarists. I say, I should say, I'm me. I was shit at it because of that. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we the best I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they're a shit British guitarist. I oh, know there's some pretty good ones, some but really good ones. Yeah, okay, oh, fine. Yeah. I'm shit at it because I'm me. But that's You're fair James enough. <laughs> I'm good at other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's Rocksmith and fourteen. So, want to learn play guitar? That's the def- a great tool to use. 
Yeah, I remember Adam um, reviewed the first one as well, and he was really impressed. And he he is a yeah. he, he plays guitar a lot. He's a very um um he's a uh, what's the phrase? By the musician, I think they say. Yeah. Yeah. So he um he he had a lot of good things to say about that. So yeah. I think that's it for reviews. I think unless so. Have we got any emails? I mean, I know might you look after the email. While you're doing that, I'll I'll mention right. a few things if that's okay. Yep, Ben, yep, go ahead. Uh, first, I want to say OMAC has asked us a question of what do you think are the possible titles for the Access event in four days will be? No, it's the PS4 All Access event. Yeah. It's on its launch event. It's before what, it's, Okay, the 14th, isn't the, it, then? On, Yeah, it's on the launch of yeah. PS4. So what do we think it's going to be? I mean, I know Jeff Keighley has confirmed there are going to be new games there. Whether it's going to be big games it could be I mean we could end up seeing Uncharted 4 or anything from Naughty Dog I don't think it'd be Uncharted 4 you don't no. what do you think it'll be then if... well there's rumours of Demon Souls 2 which would be interesting to yeah. see yeah yeah I think that would that would send hype through to the but roof from that I don't I, think it'll be that what do you think it'll be then I have no clue whatsoever but there's certain games that I have a feeling that it won't be but I've got no idea what it will be yeah, I know that sounds weird, but I'm, the reason why I don't think it'll be Demon's Souls too, because I think that will be one of the big announcements for for Japan. Yeah, like around Japanese. Yeah, because I find it a bit weird that it'd be announced for the American launch when it would be something that would sell consoles in Japan. It would sell consoles in the West, though, because it has True. got quite a hardcore following. But it would also sell a lot more. It'll also sell a lot there. So I'd rather, but yeah, they get use it to build because we've already got hype. We already hyped up. It is. We're already psyched. So, be, you know, we've got Killzone, we've got Knack, we've got all those games that are Western-focused. Yep. So having a Japanese-focused game announced for the Japanese, near the Japanese launch, not for the launch, of course, but near it, would help push the hype then. Well, Final Fantasy Fifteen was announced at E3, as was Kingdom Hearts 3, so... But Final Fantasy Fifteen is more Western-orinated this time, and same with Kingdom Hearts, that's Disney-based, so that's more Western. Yeah, so... I mean, it could... I mean... Demon and Dark Souls, as well as the sort of put together quite often, they do have quite a following. Yep. Here, but as I said, I don't know. I don't... I'm not Sony, so. Yeah, I don't Yet. know. It could be anything. It could be. Could be anything. Jeff could be trolling us all. It could be just some a new flavor of Doritos or something. You Mountain Dew. <laughs> well, Mountain Dew Gamer. Yeah, and what you get Mountain Dew? Oh, what's that? Uh, Mountain Dew Gamer Fuel is now out again. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. out for a limited yeah, time only. Time for the time of year. Yeah, time of year. Yeah, it's that time of year. For your game with fuel. <laughs> what they're calling it now. <laughs> oh, no, that's, right. a, that's what it's been called for years. All right. If I was going to pick a game that would maybe get announced, maybe something from Santa Monica, we've not heard from them a while, or maybe Media Molecule, you know, they did that tech demo thing. Back in February, maybe they'll announce something. I think it'll I be a know. Santa Monica game because they have the RPG to announce still. Quantic yeah. Dream, maybe? Emotions. <laughs> <laughs> maybe too early for them, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, we might get more teasers for that um, game they showed before. Well, Dark Sorcerer. Yeah. yeah. Didn't they say that wasn't a game? That's just. Yeah, it's a, it's a tech demo, yeah. Yeah, but they might show. I think they'll tease it again before they, announce, they tease the actual yeah. game. Yeah, they might show a bit more sort of teasing, whatever it might be. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. could turn it into a game. Oh, they'd happily, I'd happily buy that. Yeah, I mean, what type of game it would be? Maybe it could be a rope, you know, the Dark Sorcerer film, because yeah. that's what it looked like, didn't it? It had, like, on a set, so maybe... Anyway, who knows what David Cage is thinking? I don't think even <laughs> David Cage knows what David Cage is thinking sometimes. <laughs> Just emotions. Yeah. 
<laughs> a couple of other things that I'll wait until the end of the podcast to say. Okay. Right, well, I've got the email, guys, if you want me to carry on with that. It's actually, um, he, I mean, he actually sent this um, once before, and I think I'm pretty sure we are. Answered it, um, excuse me, I answered it last episode, or the last UK one anyway. It's about having people, instead of reading emails, out, having people call in or something. Yeah, we we answered that last time. We did answer that, yeah, and we said it would be something to look into, didn't we? Yeah. That would be pretty cool to do, um, kind of, um, yeah, but um, that's um, that's actually all the emails we got, sadly. We haven't oh. got any more. Fonz will be no doubt listening to this, so um, uh, keep it real, Fonz. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you did send another email... Um, and I've obviously failed to read it out. I'm sorry. Um, I did have a, did do a quick search and I couldn't see any more. So, but please, by all means, send another email podcast at psu.com. And that goes for all of you guys. Yep. Uh, so, Paul, uh, what's up next, man? We're, we're in the last few minutes now, yeah. right? So, do you want to just talk about what we've been playing? I mean, Mac, you spoke about Assassin's Creed 4. Have you been playing anything else? Uh, no, laddie. It's been just Assassin's Creed 4, life of a pirate for me, I'm afraid. So there's not much else to talk about. I've just been plundering my way across the Caribbean. Arr. Ben, what have you been playing? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. Uh, what game? What game? Actually, I, I bought Killer is Dead this week. Oh, have you played I played it? a little bit. It's a lot of fun, actually. It's a bit mental, but it's a lot of fun. It's, I got it for half price in games, so I thought I'd purchase it. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's hard to describe it. There was I was one oh. boss I was fighting where the camera would actually turn and go. You'd view the boss, the battle through her eyes. So you had to try and dodge her attacks from her viewpoint and attack her. That's like the hidden viewpoint. You know, so remember Metal Gear yeah. Solid One where Psycho Mantis, where if you press the view button instead of going Snake First Person View, you'd go to Psycho Mantis. Yeah, that's what it's like. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, that's what it's like. It's a bit weird. Yeah, but at the same time, it's quite fun. <laughs> well, it's from um, Suda Fifty One, isn't it? So all this stuff is batshit insane. I really can't wait for his PS Four yeah. PS Four game. <laughs> what is that called? What's it called again? Lily Bango or something like that. I think it's yeah, some, yeah, Lily something or other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder if yeah. it was Sawtool. I'm sure it'd be just as mad as everyone else's. Done. Well, that's a, yeah. a massive online massive online game from what I'm hearing. So it'd be interesting oh. to see what it is. Yeah, the problem with these games is they don't sell very well. They're not very commercial. Yeah, like where's he getting his money from? But the thing is, though, that <laughs> yeah. he, he doesn't spend too much money on the actual game itself. I know that sounds like he's being cheap, but he's only spending how much he knows he'll make profit from. Yeah, yeah, I can understand. Which is sensible, really, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fair to send him millions upon millions and then bombing. Yeah, but yeah. it means he can if make it's... games that he wants to make, yeah. rather than what everyone else wants him to make. Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. Whatever. More power to him. That's why yeah. I just did. What have I been playing? Well, you. I've been playing Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, 3? <laughs> yes. Um, well, you know, the launch of 4 made me realise that I had 3 on PS Plus, so I went and played it. It's actually on my PS3 right now. Um, I like it. Um, I don't like Connor. He is such a boring character he's just monotone <laughs> he's just no emotion it's like oh Ezio is so much better character and it's I hope what you said you know Edward Kenway is better in AC4 because it can't no, be any worse Mike can't no, be any worse no, no, it's, no, it's not <laughs> no it is no Edward Kenway there's a bit of Ezio in Kenway in Edward yeah. sorry definitely it's, you know he's a bit more um he's much more lively he doesn't really give a shit he's just like out for money and stuff jokes yeah. around a lot yeah but Connor is very serious yeah, very. About, this is a bit real. of a weird thing for me to say, but 
I have a running joke with a mate I know in real life where I, I want I will he was playing Assassin's Creed 2 and I said Ezio's name wrong I said Ezio so now it's been an entire joke now where every time we talk about Assassin's Creed 2 I, we always call him Ezio instead Ezio <laughs> that's what I thought his name. That that's how I thought his name was pronounced when I first heard it. When I when like Assassin's Creed Two news was coming, and I was writing about it, writing about it. It was like, oh, so this is so this guy is called Ezio then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, that's that's all I've been playing. Cool. Where, whereabouts are you at the moment? Uh, I'm on. I think I'm on sequence seven. I think that means you could get the uh, assassin turkey. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm thinking we've got a trial album. I think we'll try that later on. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Thinking. I'm what do you think of the naval, What do you think of the naval battles, Paul? Um, I've only done the one you have to do for the story. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, at first I thought it was going to be really complicated, but it's not really. Oh, it's not, is it? No. No. Uh, yeah, I'll probably do that the side missions, things like. That. I'm still sort of going through the story at the minute. Things yeah. are sort of beginning to open up now. So. Yeah, we'll definitely try them out because Assassin's Creed yeah. Four is basically based around those missions. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's what we've been playing this week. So yeah. Ben you said you wanted to mention a couple of things, yeah. so you might as well mention them now. Okay, I've got a few things I want to say. First, I want yep. to say, um, hopefully, we might have Chinsing's son sometime this month. He is free after November twelfth, and we're really looking forward to having him on. It's been quite a delay since we said this, but yep. I am still fighting to get him on, and uh, you know he's still looking forward to be on. But he's just been right. really busy recently. Um, and down the yeah, yeah. And a bit of sad news. Um, I, this is a message from Carl and from all of us, really, to be honest, at PSU. Um, here we go. On behalf of everyone at PSU, our best wishes go out to Shahid, SCE, yeah, Sony Computer Entertainment, senior, senior business development manager, and a champion of indie games. Shahid collapsed yep. in his home this morning, was rushed to hospital, but he's recovering and doing better now. Take care, Shahid. We wish you the best of health and a speedy recovery. Since that message from Carl, we have learned that Shahid is now at home and he's resting well. I'm not sure what actually happened to him still, but that doesn't matter as long as he's doing well and he gets yeah. put his feet up right now. He's been working really hard and he just needs the rest. Yep. Feel yeah, feel better, think, mate. Yeah, feel better, yeah, I mate. Yeah, everyone here at PSU wishes that he has a full speedy recovery and we hope we see him signing more games soon yeah. PlayStation so get well maybe soon maybe even on the podcast yeah, maybe on here yeah maybe, yeah. yeah maybe even on the podcast eventually so get well soon Shahid and anything else Ben or is that, um, is that... I guess I'll do my usual shouts out to get um, Crimson it's always yeah. nice to follow you follow blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, that's pretty much it I think because okay. I could keep talking uh, about Chin all night but I won't <laughs> I was going, I was thinking of something and I was oh my. <laughs> yeah so I think we have come to the end of the podcast have we not um, yeah yeah so it looks like it yep so I think I want to say thank you to everyone who has listened and to both you and Mike for being on with me my first time hosting no problem mate it was great you did brilliant Right, yeah, nice one. Um, and if you want to contact us through the web, contact the email at Mike. What's the email address? Uh, podcast at psu.com. And you can contact both me and Ben and the PSU Twitter account. The PSU Twitter account is at psu.com. Spelled out P S U D O T C O M. 
and uh, Ben, you're on Twitter as... Kelly underscore UK. And I am Paul underscore Kelly Wands. You can check us out there or send us messages, questions, whatever you want. So I think that's it, that. I guess I'll end this with the usual way of, thank God, for me. Um, <laughs> thank him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we, should be, we should be back next time with the US one, right, Paul? Yeah, well, I should be the US podcast unless something comes up from again. It seems to seems to be us more often than not, doesn't it? But yeah, yeah, it will be. <laughs> it should be um, Carl Prell, uh, editor in chief. Yeah, so it could be. It could be Carl. Who knows? You'll have to listen next week to find out. So from everyone here, take care. Goodbye. See you later, guys. Bye.